podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. The bearers of bad news are back. And before, before, before we get into this, I must, I just want to give you guys a timeline. The viewers, anybody that's listening on Spotify, of events over the last year, straight off the bat, really. Before we even start yeah. to this, guys, um, I'm going to give you a timeline of events. So, Jurgen Klopp signs a new contract with Liverpool. Brilliant. Um, in that same article, we were told that. Jurgen Klopp will be backed. Jurgen Klopp wants Shiromeni and Jude Bellingham. Brilliant. Two of the best midfielders in the world at the moment in time. Shiromeni goes to Madrid, but don't worry. Jude's coming in the summer. Jude's coming. It's fine. Don't worry. I'm like, okay, fine. As long as Jude comes in the summer, that's fine. Summer comes. Again, well, summer's not even here yet, but the, the summer is <laughs> about to come. Um, and Liverpool, for whatever reason, have just this minute, oh, actually, this guy's a bit too expensive. We can't afford him. So that's where we're at right now. That's what we're going to get into today. We're going to try and figure out how this has happened, how it's taken people that are supposed to be professionals at their job two years to realise how much money it would take to sign Jude Bellingham and why we have just wasted two years. Because we have. I hate to admit it, but we have. But Elliot, how are you, mate? (laughs) Well, um, yeah, (laughs) not great (laughs) about this, but I think... There's, it's not the end of the world if I'm going to try yeah, my best me. to be positive. No, uh, as, as I, I know. I'll try my best. <laughs> I'll try my best. I'll try my best. But um, I'm sure I'll have strong opinions. Yeah, big up. And Shakes, you're going to come here with the I told you so energy. So come <laughs> no, on. I'm not. You know, I'm not even, you, know, you know what it is? I'm like, I'm not. When someone does something on numerous occasions, I, I, I'm not surprised by this behaviour no more. When we, won the, when we won the Champions League, okay, we're going to strengthen. I, I don't know if we put anybody when we won the league. We was oh, gonna yeah, stroke them. We did, we did <laughs> set Vandenberg and, and who else? So oh, yeah, it's, 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 it's on us. They made mugs of us again. Like it's it, let's be honest. Like and the thing that makes it worse now is that when all these journalists start coming up and start speaking all their crap, their credibility is gonna be shot now. We're gonna be like, oh, whatever. Like let's see when they believe it because. Mm. We all knew that Jude was going to get going to be at least a hundred mil minimum. Dortmund don't have yeah. to sell; they're going to sell to the highest bidder. What? There's nothing in our history but under FSG. Okay, they went for Van Dyke, but no one else is going for Van Dyke, and it was seventy-five mil. They're going to have to go into minimum three figures to get Jude Bellingham. And from where the way they're talking, budget is going to be like two hundred mil. Like, and I'm not saying it's a small amount, but half the budget on one player. I get that idea, but. We they 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 sold us a false bill of goods mm-hmm. by pretending exactly they what they do, do what they did today. But exactly, the big, but the thing about it is, there's not going to be okay. Pe- people are going to be outraged on Twitter, but what are, what are the ram- other ramifications? Nothing else is going to ta- happen. People are still going to keep we'll, guys in the game. Right? We'll be we'll be able to figure out why people are angry because I am one of those people, and we will get into that. But first of all, guys, there's 28 of you in here. Please smash a like off the bat. Subscribe to the channel. We are trying to chase down a thousand subscribers. So Come please on. do that for Get me. Get them subs up, um, people. Get them subs up. 
Yeah, 100%. I'll quickly get through some of your comments uh, because I always like to do that. You guys are always here commenting. So I think that is something we have to do. The Maddox piece is a PR spin. I've seen that and we will probably touch on that at some point. Uh, if you two don't haven't seen that, apparently um, David Maddock, who we give a yellow circle to, is saying that we now might go back in for sure many and that we've contacted let me just get through these comments first and then we'll we'll, we'll unleash it mate um what an embarrassing club we have turned out to be fsg of blood and the hands with due transfer 100 agree uh this one made me laugh big beast big up heard money punch sane nunes should do the same with john henry <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh that made me laugh um our haters and transfer windows just negative we ain't even in the transfer window yet thomas hey lads uh, ben, remove the NR8 behind you. It reminds me too much about him. Mate, th- there's one positive thing. These two will always be my number eights. So, you know, that's how I'm seeing it right now. Uh, ben, discuss the motive of briefing all of this. We'll try... Look, we don't know exactly what's happened, but we will try and figure it out. How do you go that long for searching for him to then pull out? Goodness knows. Julian says, hello. Hello, mate. Uh, Klopp being a yes man. We'll get onto Klopp's input in this in just a bit. Um, Ali says we have wasted a season just to not buy the guy 100%. Fact. We've all just been lied to by FSG journalists who are getting paid by the club. Not sure they're paid by the club. Um, and they're only reporting what they have been told, to be fair. Why would the club brief this? Massive lack of ambition after winning the CL. Maddock is full of... Yeah. Uh, Shigs, it isn't due to the player, it is the principle we managed. To, yeah, that is it. I think that is exactly it. Uh, and George finally says, Give by setting the eight. Um, no, not yet. Um, <laughs> get into, the way I'm going to do it today, right, is because we literally just tweeted out everything last night that was cracking off. So I'm just going to show some, some tweets on the screen. And the way we're going to do it is we're just going to react to those tweets, give our opinions, give our thoughts. And we're going to start off with this cracker. Um, this was the first piece of news that came out. <laughs> I was speaking to the lads off air. This came out during the Champions League game, uh, Man City versus Bayern Munich, and that just put the icing on the cake. City batter in Munich. Um, but yeah, Paul Joyce, who we can, you know, whenever this guy speaks, we have to just accept it. Uh, barring an unexpected change in circumstances, it now seems unlikely that Jude Bellingham will come to Anfield in the summer. Now, Elliot, I'm going to come straight to you, mate. Immediately, People are coming up with these screenshots of poor Joyce uh, saying the same thing. Yeah, Becker. this just mm. feels a lot different to me. Yeah, it's a bit of it's weird. This one, isn't it? It's it's the whole whole situation is weird. It's been weird for a long time. Even if you take out all of this news the past twenty four hours, with how blatantly obvious that Liverpool wanted Bellingham, uh, now all this makes it even weirder. Because why? It's strange, but I want to take it as face value because I want to believe the journalists and I want to believe that they're doing the jobs correctly, which obviously they are. And I'm going to believe that this is this. I don't really want to jump at or maybe the previous occasions. I think context as much, you know, changes all those ones in the past. So I'm going to believe it for face value. I'm going to take it as that. And I would, I would think, I think it's done. And uh, it makes the reason it makes sense. Obviously, the whole thing doesn't make sense if, if you kind of get what I mean. Two two or three more midfielders with the money they're going to spend on Jude, you know, the weighing up, but some of the names which have been linked made me, made me, <laughs> I, I think I was shaking my head for about half an hour watching the Manchester City game going, I can't believe what I'm reading. I could, I could believe what I was reading in terms of what I'm looking at on the screen now, Bellingham not coming. I think that was always in the balance anyway, but some of the names, 
is really weird, especially for Joyce's article. Joyce said Nunez and Telemans. Telemans, oh my goodness me, no. Nunez, already, we've already been told that's, that's not happening. And then Neil Jones had an article with about five different names which Joyce didn't say. So it's a really strange one at the moment, even with all the Bellingham news, all the midfielders that are getting linked. It seems like everyone's just throwing names at it until something sticks. It's really quite strange. Yeah, I 100% agree with you. I feel like now they've said like, oh, Bellingham isn't coming and that's that. Shiggs, it seems like today we've seen the entire midfield group of, of Europe be linked to our club. So where are you at with I, this, mate? I know you said to me off off, off air and you've said it's, that you never believed it, but you've got to understand why people did believe it. We barely spent last summer, you know, our most reliable journalist, even last week, Paul Jones literally last week made an article. He changed the word eventually, but he originally said that uh, Jude Bellingham, and I think this is key, Jude Bellingham is, is keen to come to Liverpool. He wanted this club. Like, that is a fact. But we can't, we, we don't have the facilities for that, big man. <laughs> it's true. It's, right. it's true. But this, I hate but this, it, but it's the truth. But this is the thing, though, and and I, I always come in here and jaff and joke about, but, like, They've, they've shown us our hand on two other occasions when we were in a better position than when we are now. They didn't, they didn't, they didn't pull the trick on buying certain players. So now, when we're when when we are where we are, I, I'm not surprised. I don't anything these guys do anymore. I'm not surprised by them because they 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 are quick to pull the wool over people's eyes. And if you see how they've run the Boston Red Sox, there's been saying it's been parallel in terms of how they how they've dealt with us how they deal with us, the way they deal with the Boston Red Sox. So I'm just like, listen, I'm not, I don't get too annoyed by them because I'm not, I'm not surprised by their antics anymore. I, unfortunately, Klopp is just cro- um, caught in the crosshairs because he's kind of their mouthpiece and he's not going to speak up against the owners because they, they pay his salary, unfortunately. But now it's going to be really interesting to see how, how bad or how, uh, what's the word? how much Liverpool supporters are, are annoyed by this. Because the only way they're going to be able to show it is by not going to games and stuff like that, which they won't do, which fans won't do. So it's like we have to grin and bear it, unfortunately, and kind of eat, eat from scraps because I don't really see them buying a top-level a top level midfielder. Who, 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 who's there that they can go and spend? Any midfielder that's really worth, worth any salt is going to cost upwards, upwards of 60, 70 mil at a push. That's, and that's on the lower side, so it's going to be interesting to see. But I get it. I think I think more more so people are annoyed about the the journalists and how they were for the last six or seven months were spouting out how Judy's going to come, Judy's going to come, and then all of a sudden it just changes. So it just speaks to a wider kind of uh, kind of click. Them trying to pull the wool over our eyes and everybody's involved. Uh... I don't think that's necessarily true, though. I think they can only report what they've been told. And if that's what they've been told last night, then they can only report that. And if they've yeah, been told that Bellingham's my, coming... My, my point is, Elliot, that, 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 that may be true, but I think it, it, it's annoying more when people like... Especially Paul Joyce, because he's a well-respected journalist. Yeah. For them mm-hmm. to be saying what they're saying, then all of a sudden at the 12th hour, there to be a U-turn. Well, that's, that's of... where, like, that's where it kind of, where it hits like a massive explosion, doesn't it? Because they've, yeah, obviously, because been, for... they've been told, they've obviously been told that Bellingham wants Liverpool, Liverpool want Bellingham, and it's a very strong possibility. And all of a sudden, I was exactly. absolutely nowhere. After, like an hour after uh, a German, I forgot his name, 
uh, said that a bid's been sent an hour after that, not even that, it's all done. So what has happened, that's the bigger picture with this. I think there's something yeah. much more, which will maybe probably, hopefully come out. It's not just something stopped. Something's happened, whether it's in the negotiations, whether it's Bellingham's part, whether it's Dortmund's part, whether it's Liverpool's part. Something else has happened here where every single yeah. journalist has been told something where they've been told the opposite a week beforehand. So I think there's something more to it, whether that means I think, oh, you know, we'll look back at the Allison articles where they said he's not coming yeah. or Case is not coming. I don't think that's the case. I don't think Bellingham no. will happen now. I don't think that is the case, but I do think something else why the scales happen for every single journalist within the Northwest to be reporting on it within the same hour. Yeah, true. Listen, maybe that bid did go in, and there's a there's speculation that it was we thought we could get him for 80 million or something I don't like that. believe that i'd like to think I'd, i've just seen it before that's we came not on the air. case I, yeah i, I did it as well yeah um, um but the, i think the guardian said 135 million plus maybe not the guardian someone else but, but that a, is that i know that. maybe sh- should be expected but like you can go and get two other midfielders for the same price and i don't think throwing that money a 19-year-old with his knee strapped up. Listen, I know we all yeah. know he's a generational talent and will probably be one of the best midfielders it is. I don't think he solves Liverpool problems necessarily for that mm. much money. For that much money, that is mental. Can I just ask yeah. a question? Right, yeah. Just quickly, Ben, yeah? I, I know everybody's pissed off with this dude thing, but if... if And I'm just I'm just throwing it out just to get people's opinions. If we do get two, two or three comparable... Midfielders. This is what I was going to come on to. This yeah, tweet here, do, do you think it still hits the same way? Yeah, well, let's, let's read this tweet first and we'll, we'll get on to that. Due to the season's drop-off and infusing the squad with first-team talent means that committing such a huge chunk of this summer's transfer funds on Jude Bellingham is no longer regarded by the club as the best strategy. The overall package would be spoiled by wages. Now, Shiggs, I'm going to come straight to you, mate. I know you just asked that question. Mm. But, look, I want Jude. I was dreaming of Jude. But in hindsight, and we all know hindsight is a wonderful thing, providing the free, you know, we all, I think we're all pretty clear that's the sweet spot of amount of midfielders we need in the summer. Yeah. Providing the free that come in are good enough. And by that, I mean, I don't mean, I'm sorry, I say this with all due respect, Mason Mount and Conor Gallagher, they can't be two of the three. If Mason Mount comes in as one of the three and the other two are players like Moises, Caicedo and somebody of that ilk, so be it. But mm. I cannot accept Mason Mount and Conor Gallagher being two of the three. Yeah. <laughs> I need I I, I, Mount maybe, but not Gallagher. Even Mount, I'm not really sold on. I know Elliot, not. Elliot seems to like <laughs> Elliot likes him. And I, I'm not having a dig, I'm just saying. Yeah. Mount, I could true. I could even though he's not probably one of my first choices, Mount, I could see, okay, he's a young English player. He would yeah. he would he might add something to Gallagher, no way. Like, I, I, no, I, I can't. There's nothing that guy will bring to Liverpool that we don't already have. For me, if, if they do that, you're gonna get. You have to get rid of Curtis Jones because I still, even though I sometimes, like, most of the time, I get on Curtis Jones' back. I think Curtis Jones is a better player than Gallagher. So I, I, let's not do that. No, they, they need. Listen, now more than ever. The team needs to pull a rabbit. The 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 scouting team and the, the transfer team they need to pull a rabbit out of the hat, out of the hat even more so, because this will go towards. If they do, obviously we're not going to get Jude. But if they do get something whereby we're like, right, I didn't even see that guy coming, and he's somebody that that helps the team progress, then I think all will forgive. They won't they won't forget, but they'll 
it will subside. But if they just no, end course. up getting Mount and Gallagher, oh, mate. It's because, gonna... Ellie, I think it, it, we can now pretty much say this comfortably. If we did sign Jude, with what we've seen in terms of the money and the finances involved, I was thinking, okay, you could get Jude for 120 and we could still spend 80 million on two more. It seemed yeah. like now if we did sign Jude, it would have been Jude and that's it. So yeah. if, also like as well, to Shiggs, gone. Also as well, based on uh, Trent's performance on Sunday, is it Sunday? Yeah. I don't think that had an influence. No, 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 no. I'm not, I'm not saying it would. I'm not saying it would. But what I'm saying is, if if they went out and got a, a, a quality right back and pushed Trent into midfield, would you be annoyed with that? I don't, I don't Trent... think. Sorry, man. I don't. I don't think that's necessarily. It was a whole different thing on the Sunday where maybe Trent Trent was still borderline, still playing the right back, but okay. like very no, inverted. So I don't think. Yeah, I, I do think it's like a nice. It's a very nice thing to have that as an option, but I don't think it's not like you can't play the. The you know the famous clock midfield role it would have to be that inverted fullback kind of oh, exactly what Guardiola has done so I don't yeah it's, I do think it's a very nice thing to have though I, I get what you mean but I don't I don't think that would come into any sort of especially if they go inside like a right back just for, for yeah. example you yeah wouldn't be linked but for Impong you come and bring him in and that's the whole alternative thing I don't think that's mm. the right way to go yeah, about yeah. it at all anyway so. But that's just that's what I. Yeah, I I, I think that as well. That's what I put a tweet out the other day saying if this was a thing for the future, um, should okay, yeah, we need a right cool. back. Yeah. And I was like, don't say Jeremy Fringpong because that's almost more attacking than Trent. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, yeah. So yeah, no, it's a great option to have, and we I thought Trent was brilliant against Arsenal. Uh, mm. To be fair to him, and just I'm just gonna put this. This is a, a very recent tweet. But we are going to just discuss this very briefly. Um, this just in Liverpool links to Alexis McAllister, who, by the way, is one of my top three to come in. That's who I want now. Um, Moises Caicedo and Nicolo Barella certainly of substance. Elliot, what do you make of that? Is this just, again, throwing names out there, in your opinion? Or do you think that these are genuinely players that we might be looking at? I think the Caicedo one's a bit weird. Um, he's not similar. Didn't to he just sign a new contract? Um, uh, yeah, but I think that was Brighton doing what they do best and basically telling Arsenal to do one in January when they were after yeah. them. Uh, they've done that perfectly well. I think Barella's one, which stuck even going back one year ago, two years ago. I think Barella's a genuine one, uh, only 26 as well. I, I mean, I was doing looking at doing a piece around, obviously, Bellingham alternatives and McAllister as well. McAllister, I do feel, is slightly different, where he can play more midfield roles than Bellingham. And I do think that's needed. And when you said before about Bellingham coming in for that, that much, and you think you can get two more with the 80 million, you know, with this transfer, which we don't know, obviously, how much it is. If Bellingham is the one, you need more anyway. So I think yeah. if you want to be like, everyone wants to be angry, and I think everyone has a right to be angry that they've kind of just wasted the season again. It happened to too many as well. But logically, if you've got this <laughs> set budget, you can't, you can't have Bellingham as the one. In my opinion, so these names are nice, not what we wanted, but Barella, I think, is one of which could have some substance. Very, I mean, it says Daniel Jones, very, very respectful, James, but uh, Barella's one, I think, is like the nice alternative to um, Bellingham, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, I'd be more than happy if that was the alternative, to be fair. Uh, but we don't, like we've said, we've been linked with the whole of Europe today, uh, so we have no idea. <laughs> 
you know, what's legit and what's not. But guys, I've just seen there's only seven likes on the stream. There's 43 of you in here. So please Come on, people. Um, show us some support. Get those <laughs> likes up for us. Um, and uh, yeah, we've, we've still got a lot more to discuss. Keep bringing your comments in and I'll keep getting them up on the screen. But please make sure that like button is smashed for us. We would appreciate that a lot. Now, got another tweet here. Um, Liverpool want to target new players as soon as the transfer window opens. And there is now a risk that the pursuit of Jude Bellingham becomes a drawn-out saga, given the level of interest in him. Shakes, this coming summer, we all know how important this is to our fortunes for the next year, the year after, the year after. Yeah. How crucial do you think it is that on that first day of pre-season, our targets are, right, we know who, who's in, they're signed, sealed, delivered, and they're, they're ready to train First day of preseason ahead of the next season. Yeah, it, it, it always bodes well when you've got your players in from the preseason, because it doesn't. Not that it doesn't, but they always take six months to be to bed in anyway, or other than a couple of players. But it's always important because as soon as you start from preseason, you're you're not starting. If you don't get there at the beginning of preseason, I feel like you're you're starting behind everybody because you still have to get up to speed. And by the time the season starts, you're not you're probably not going to get up to speed till about. September, October time, just because you're catching up with fitness and the way the new team plays and all those things. So it's important. I, the perfect scenario would be the season ends and kind of like we, when we did with Fabinho, bam, just midfielder there kind of thing. Do you know what I mean? Mm. But the way things are, I, I I don't know how much confidence you don't have in that happening because I don't. I, 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 I seriously don't. I just, I don't know what's happened. I, the team I think have, now... Now we've pulled out of Jude. I'm not saying that I think, you know, it's going to be in the next couple of weeks. I think they'll let the season finish first. Yeah. But I think we'll quickly know who he's going to sign. Because like I say, I, I asked you the question. And my take is that I think we will have who we need ready for preseason. Because this is such a, I think so. This is huge, mate. Okay. This is, this is going to be one of the biggest shakeups, especially in midfield. And we've all said, haven't we, that, you know, you need a good midfield to win titles and to compete. So for free to go out and then potentially free to come in, we can't wait until the last week of August to get yeah, our players in. We can't business, wait until yeah. deadline day to submit a bid for Caicedo. If we are going to get these players in, which we are, we are going to bring players in. That is a fact. They have to come in early for me. Um, and with this Jude Bellingham stuff coming out today or yesterday, as bad as it is, and I am absolutely livid about it, I was honestly so excited to see that guy uh, play for us and you know as a, a fan that's lucky enough to get down to Anfield when you, your club signs these plays it just makes you it makes you like a little kid when you see him I remember going to Luis Diaz's debut against Leicester City mm. absolutely magical performance so it's just those little things like oh yes we're gonna get, and then all of a sudden to be told actually you know Liverpool have progressed as much as I thought and we're back to square one where we can't afford these players it's like oh we're back um, yeah. So I think I don't know who's going to sign, um, but as long as they are good in well, not good enough. Good enough isn't good enough in that sense. As long as they are good enough to bridge the gap and to get us back to competing that almost instantly, then we'll see what happens because they have to make it up to the supporters now. They have to go out there and get some very good midfielders. Um, not you know James Ward Prowse's of this world and so on. Met some John McGinn's <laughs> and Connor Gallagher's. I think there was a kid from uh, Bristol City, Alex Scott. Looks like yeah, an incredible yeah, yeah. talent. Don't get me wrong. Looks like a brilliant player. We don't need to sign players like that right now, in my opinion. 
I'm sorry, we don't. Um, the ideal world is that Bellingham joins and you can bring a couple of them also in where they can mature alongside Bellingham. That would have been the perfect thing. Yeah. You, the, you know, we were all in Bellingham and Mount, they can play alongside each other, they can grow together. That would have been so ideal. And now you are, as you said, then back at square one. It literally is that. But hopefully, unlike too many, they actually have some sort of list where. Which, but it doesn't seem to be because the amount of names I've seen. Again, I'm going to go back to Tillemans. I, oh, I couldn't yes. believe, I could not believe what I was reading from Joyce. It's a really worrying article, but Jones's article is much more positive, in my opinion. Whether they, yeah. whether we don't know what's true or not, really. But so yeah, yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want Tillemans in the team either. I don't think not at all, not at no, all. No, no, I've said that from day one. I even last season, no. people were like, "Oh, would you take him for twenty mil?" No, no, no way, no, 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 no. Um, Elliot, you just mentioned you hope. Tillemans isn't true. Well, I hope this isn't true, mate. Uh, Manchester United have entered the race to sign Jude Bellingham this summer and are on course to financially reinforced uh, by return to the Champions League. Manchester City, Real Madrid, Chelsea and Paris Saint-Germain are also courting Bellingham and have greater financial power. How much of a sucker punch would it be for you if, if we end up going to one of our uh, domestic rivals? It would, be, it would be a killer, but it's it'd be even more of a killer because City, um, PSG... I don't think they really with what we what we think we know is Bellingham wants a club who's got all the history. You know, it's you know not he said that himself. Of, yeah, we well we know that. So when you when you mention all the preseason stuff, like that being used as an excuse, if Liverpool Bellingham could be in Liverpool on the first day of the window if they really wanted to, but it they don't want to. Listen, it logically may be the best thing, but you can't go after a midfielder for a year. And go no, and then if United possibly even like get further than Liverpool have, it's going to be like a laughing laughing stock, and it's already embarrassing for Liverpool. It was always going to be the case if he didn't join Liverpool, yeah. and now it's now it's a drawn out drama with nine games a season. Let's go. Why? Why are they briefing? It's briefing mm. the journalists now. Wait, you've got to think Liverpool... him as well. He's in a title race. Yeah, he's in a title race. Liverpool have still got some to play for, albeit Europa League football. That's still a massive thing for me next season because you can't have Anfield empty on midweeks when all everyone else is playing European football. We've seen how Klopp can galvanise Europa League like tournaments, even if it is Europa League. Liverpool got something massive to play for still. And they're letting all these journalists know that the big shine of light at the end of the tunnel is now closed off. There's no end mm. of that tunnel. It's it's it just and now you've got United and all that. It's it's, it's just annoying. gonna be. It's gonna. It didn't have to be this if Liverpool wanted to, didn't want it to be. Would would I just mm. think there's got to be something else? You know what I mean? Like I can't see something where it's just Liverpool have put like, oh, it just stopped. Like something else has got to have happened. Whether it's Bellingham or Dortmund or Liverpool playing some sort of negotiation tactic, I'd love to like eventually. Oh, that find would be the dream. Hey fellas, I've got to go, but listen, I'm gonna be mate. watching them in the comment section. Yeah, that's fine, bro. Take, Take care, care, mate. Thanks for jumping on, mate. No problem, no problem. My pleasure, bro. Take care. You too, mate. See you in a bit. Um, yeah, I mean, I was laughing a bit when you were talking, mate. It wasn't at you. It was at the tweet that's coming up next. This, honestly, when I read this this tweet earlier, I was like, oh, uh, my God. That's Why just... Is- like so over the top, isn't it? Like I know Liverpool fans, and we are doing it right now. We're not happy, but it just that doesn't help, does it? You're weird. The no. things doesn't help. No, but, he really didn't. <laughs> <laughs> he really if he starts singing. You're never walking like down the phone. Oh my lord! When I read that, I was like, 
you, you've got to be kidding. There's no way a Liverpool journo has put that in an article when the fan base is literally fighting with each other about this. Uh, Florian Plettenberg says that news, LFC still uh, still on the shortlist and being discussed with Klopp, confirmed Declan Rice, one we've not touched on much. Uh, Moises Casado, Nicola Barella, Gravenberch and Nunes. Well, I think this is a bit wrong now, to be fair, because it's that's told yeah, by our own journalist, Nunes isn't. It's um, so Nunes weird to me that Nunes is get the one getting said now. Even though last week the reliable Wolves journalists were saying that's not happening. What is mm. happening then? Do you guys know? Because we don't. We're left in the dark, and it seems like some of the journalists don't know what names are actually the ones that are happening or not. Mm. And then there's this one. The word from inside Anfield is that Liverpool's decision to move on from Bellingham is a tactical one. I mean, wasn't very tactical, realistically, was it? Because first of all. Most of the targets, I'd say 90% of the targets that we are now seeing, the names that we're being linked with, we I'm sorry, we could have signed them in the summer. Um, yeah. So yeah. that's not tactical. That's just pooing your pants, realising, oh, we can't get Bellingham now. Oh, let's make out that we're doing it because we need this and that. But no, the plan was to always sign Bellingham. You found out, actually, you can't get him for the price you wanted. And now we're, we're putting this nonsense out. And the last sentence for me, it did make me think, you know what? maybe but still like when they say significant defensive signing Elliot are they talking about Evan and Dika and a free or are they talking about a very very top <laughs> signing for a centre-back because I don't Dika wouldn't be significant in my opinion no I don't think well that quote's from Jones I think Jones shut down and Dika himself was saying what he heard from the yeah. club was that that wasn't happening obviously we don't know if it will or won't but I think a significant defensive signing could still, to me, when I look at that, I still think, does that mean a six? Does Because if it does, then that should that's worrying because that should definitely be high up, much higher up the list and that shouldn't be... It should always be Bellingham and a six because you missed out on too many because of that. Like This all goes back to like a contingency planning system, which Liverpool are meant to be so good at and you kind of just mm. thrown it through. Like, it's all gone... You know, up the wall because you plan, you have a backup plan for too many. You you get Bellingham now, but now because you haven't had the backup plan for too many, you're having to plan around that, which therefore means you can't go and get Bellingham for this mad price because you've got to prioritize another signing. It's just mental how one of them, what was one of the best run football clubs in the country when they were winning trophies, is now getting laughed at because you prioritize two midfielders for two years and you don't get them. Without you don't even try that hard to get them, and now you're in eighth place. It's it's just mental to me. No, I agree. I mate, I I echo everything you've just said. Uh, Jamie, big up, mate. I hope you're good. I'm fine, mate. Well, I was until um, I found out Jude isn't coming. But listen, like I seen a few people on Twitter, a few idiots, um, say stuff about Jude. Like, and it's like, look, I'm not gonna be like that. If Jude goes to one of our rivals, I've just got to accept it. It's a very bitter pill to swallow. But one of our rivals will have gained, in my opinion, he's going to be the best midfielder in the world. I've, I've said that for two years. Um, if you go back on my tweets, on my personal account, I've been tweeting about Bellingham since 2021. Uh, and back then I thought we could get him for 60 million because he just signed for Dortmund for 20-something. Um, I've wanted him ever since I've seen him in that season. I think it was in lockdown. Um, and when I see my club is seriously linked with him, you just get involved and it's hard. I know, I, I don't think I'll ever pull away from that. 
the whole transfer side to it. I'm not obsessed with it. I don't think it's the be all and end all. Um, but you know, when you are told by people that you trust that this guy's keen on Liverpool, Liverpool still see him as their high priority, and then all of a sudden they do a full U-turn. That's when it's very disappointing for me. Um, and another disappointment would be if this guy on the screen right now, Elliot, is the Jude Bellingham alternative. Uh, that It's like it was one thing after another where you think, oh my goodness me, with like some names are getting said. And then you maybe think, oh, maybe it's not that bad. And then you get that. That can't happen. Mount can't be the alternative. Mount and Bellingham be getting option, linked at the same not time. An alternative. Well, yeah. But like at the same time, they were getting linked and it was always meant to be the case. These are going to be the, like the, the figureheads of the rebuild. And now you're saying, oh, Mount will be like the, the main target when realistically he was the secondary target. So don't 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 like change all the planning. Have Mount there as one of your targets, but whoever Bellingham's backup plan was, go for them as well. If it is Gallagher, then that can't happen because regardless of what you think of Gallagher, two two players from Chelsea in the same window, I doubt that would be possible. Well, it doesn't matter if Chelsea are being really bad. We are also not great yeah. at the moment. I don't still don't think that's like possible. Um, so you need you need backup options. You can't just have Mount as the backup option when he was never even in the same bracket of options with Bellingham. It doesn't make sense. No, you're right. And we're finished with the tweets now. I think that's pretty much it. Um, I just wanted to touch on Klopp's input in all of this, mate. And I don't know what your opinion is, but I know it's a big talking point on Twitter. There's a lot of disagreement. Some people think it is Klopp being happy and be yes man I think people call him uh to FSG and some people say he's a the mouthpiece and he aligns with FSG's point of views and opinions but the way I see it right when he when he signed that contract he was like like we we know he was told that you know we're gonna give you money we're gonna invest we're gonna almost build a Liverpool 2.0 the first target we wanted goes to Real Madrid and like I said at the start of the stream you can't really blame him European champions He's probably wanted to go there for a long time, so be it. But then a player comes along that wants us, that we want, um, and then Klopp is told what we're led to believe, that there's going to be finances available for you to go and get him. Um, so Klopp, you know, okay, fine, let's do that then. Let's wait a year. Uh, obviously, there's a lot of quotes that came out about him from pre-season where he's like, okay, tell me what midfielder I need. That's just him sticking up for his players, which most good managers do. Um, but people seem to think, mate, and I want to hear your take on this, that Klopp is literally sat there, happy that we're not strengthening, happy that we're not signing Jude Bellingham. And for me, I just don't, I, I can't see why people can blame him because we all know how Liverpool works. He's not the one making decisions financially. He's not the one making decisions who we sign. I know there's been a bit of speculation about that recently that him and Pep have got more involved. But what's your thoughts on that, mate? How much of this do you think is on Klopp? And yeah, do you think he is an FSG yes man or do you just think he has to just kind of get on with it? Uh, I think FSG yes man is, is so strong for someone who just isn't that. I think... I mean, I'm paraphrasing. Obviously, you'd have to find some exact quotes from past like matches. He's he said like you know maybe they can't afford Liverpool can't afford to do this or that because he knows that he's on a budget. Listen, he I don't think any manager in the world be would be happy with that. But you can't. I don't think he he has. I think he he's done it like maybe once or twice where he's actually openly said like as a negative thing. And I remember being a bit shocked at the time. Again, you'd have to find. The quotes, I'm just going off my memory alone. 
but I don't think he's going to be, you know, buzzing. <laughs> why? Why would he be? He's not. He's not going with FSC. Oh yes, let's do that because that would be such a good idea. He, he won't be happy. Um, how unhappy he is is going to be a concern because if it gets to, if it gets to the summer and no one's actually been signed, or we'd like to think that wouldn't happen, but the way Liverpool are going, it's not out of the realms of possibility. Could he walk? I don't think so. But you know what I mean? It gets up to that point where you're thinking he's been let down once, he's been let down again. He's been let down maybe with some sorts of contracts. I know maybe, you know, for the whether he was in the right or wrong with maybe a Mane contract. I know maybe, three, again, very, uh, not the probably the greatest example for star players, but he wants a Milner deal. I know that may be more on Milner himself. But if FSG aren't willing to go that extra mile for some of the things Klopp wants, how unhappy will he get, which would then be the biggest worry? For me, in all this, I think he's so far away from FSG, yes, man. But I think he he's obviously understands the scenario and he's he, he's willing to work within that. But whether this one may get one step too far, but he will be unhappy, will be we'll have to wait and see. I doubt it. Like, would it be unhappy in the public? And you know, the, his job maybe in you know doubt. I doubt that. But I don't think he's going to be pleased. He's, he was reports saying that he, you know, he phones about Bellingham. He mm. wants to keep up, up up to date with Bellingham every day. What man is going to be happy about that when you get told that you're not getting him? That's not possible for him to be happy about yeah. this. <laughs> Absolutely, mate. And I agree with what you said. Um, I think when Klopp signed that contract, you know, I, I tweeted this earlier. He he deserves more credit than I think he got because look, he knows we're not got the financial power to compete with City. United, Newcastle now, Chelsea. He knew that. Whether we were going to sign Bellingham or not, that would pretty much be, a, you know, giving everything we have to getting him in. Um, so for me to, to accept that straight away, he deserves credit. And then for people to blame him for this, again, I said it before, I, I just don't see how um, he, he has the blame. Yes, he might have been a bit naive in the summer. I, I'm not saying he's immune from criticism if it was, you know, if he was influential in not getting an alternative for Jude Bellingham, then fair enough. Like, he deserves criticism for that because I think that is a bit silly. Um, and I think, like I said to you, mate, just before, most of the players that we are linked with now, I feel like we could have just signed in the summer anyway. So we have wasted a season. And who knows whether we signed some of the targets that we're now linked with back in the summer. We could be sat here talking about Champions League football next season. Uh, but mm-hmm. we're not. We've missed out on Jude. We're not going to get top four. And you know what, mate? To be honest, and I, I didn't think Jude would be put off by not getting top four. And it seems like that is the case no. because yeah. it seems like all these journalists are still saying that, you know, Liverpool is the club that he wants to go to. Um, so that is another thing for me. Like, obviously, we know Liverpool rely on top four money for one. Um, so that's got to be a factor in the decision, um, you know, not to get him in which is a shame, but that's just how, how our club is, unfortunately. Um, but like you say, mate, and I think like we've discussed several times, and we're going to wrap up in a minute because the football is kicking off in 20 minutes. Um, I feel like in hindsight, it is potentially the correct call, depending on who the players they bring in are. If yeah. they're free quality midfielders, sure, that's what we need right now. That is what we need and potentially centre-back. Whereas if we did get Jude Bellingham and then maybe a free centre-back, do you feel like the same sort of problems would still be there? Or do you think Bellingham would have been enough to solve most of them? 
I, I don't know. This was always my worry with Bellingham anyway, whether whatever happened as well as him, whether he would necessarily just, you know, fix every single issue Liverpool have had because the issues of all, all of a sudden went from midfield to defence to attack within a number of weeks. It's worrying in itself. Um, so whether one midfielder who's only 19 years old with his knee strapped up and haven't played over how many games already at 19 is going to fix that, uh, playing, what, three times a week if it, you know, most of the time for a club like Liverpool. It's hard to say. I think the quite easy answer is to say it's a, it's a risk, but it's clearly a risk Liverpool are willing to take, but now that's obviously not going to happen. So I think you need three, you do, as minimum three, I always said that with or without Bellingham, minimum needs to be three. And if Massive or Gomez or both, don't think both will go, but if one of them do, you need a centre-half. So, if they're gonna be, if if it's clever, and maybe we'll all be, you know, going, oh, maybe we were wrong, um, and they're gonna do it while like clever, smart Simons, because Liverpool clock built the Liverpool team that went on to be so successful with smart Simons. Listen, the market's gone mental since then, obviously, but if they want to try and go with that approach again, I think we'll have to wait and see. I don't think you can judge if a Conor Gallagher comes in the window. I don't think you can, everyone can sit there and go. Oh, it's awful, awful, awful. On paper, maybe it is, but it could go on to be well beaten under Klopp because Klopp is like that. Only 22 years old, Gallagher. I'm just purely using him as an I don't think I'd be, be pleased, but I don't think it's something to be, you know, so not angry, but like you can't be so negative when maybe this, in, as you said, in hindsight, it could be the smarter move for Liverpool where you've got a few players who you can't go on to develop who aren't anywhere near Bellingham, but you're going to then prioritise more signings, which will just help the whole team because one player might not do that. But it's all hypotheticals, isn't it? It's it's impossible to say what will happen or won't, what will happen or won't. So it, it's just one of them. Unfortunately. No, I agree. And I've, look, I know a lot of Liverpool fans on social media and that they make their feelings known with signings and when players sign that they don't agree with, they just write them off straight away. We saw it with Darwin Nunes quite a bit. I, I'm not like that. If look, no, I don't yeah. want Conor Gallagher whatsoever. Um, but if that is the one we signed, if he's one of them, then I'll have no choice but to try and at least give it a go. But I'm mm-hmm. sorry, I we we can't we can't go from Bellingham to these to to, to players like Conor Gallagher. In my opinion, uh, no, yeah, so I do agree. Yeah, hopefully, that you know some of the players that we are linked with, we sign the better options that are available. And uh, hey, Ali says, uh, I can't find his comment now, but it was something about negotiation. Maybe we'll play poker with Dortmund and negotiation tactics. Look, there is a world where I I think there's a possibility now that Jude will stay at Dortmund for another season. Um, And if he does, he might sign a new deal with a release clause. And then maybe who knows what will happen next summer. But... I think for now we can just kind of forget about it. And this is why I think it might have come out a bit earlier because it's clear we're not going to get him this summer. So it's not ideal to have that come out with us for us to have nine games left to play. But at least we know it's done now and we can start looking at other targets. The fans can start, you know, thinking, oh, okay, that one's out the way now. Let's see what else we can do. Uh, it's not uh, it's not acceptable whatsoever. I think that it's a disgrace that we haven't signed Jude Bellingham after putting so much groundwork, all of our eggs into the basket. There's no one else I'm blaming apart from FSG for this. I know people will come and try and blame Klopp. Absolutely no chance from me. You're not getting that. Um, look, I, I put a tweet out 
earlier again where we was on Wembley Way after the FA Cup semi-final last year because it was almost a year till the date and we was all singing the um, Jurgen Klopp song I'm in love with him and I feel fine and I captioned it trust Klopp not FSG and I know some people will disagree with that and people say oh, they're both to blame for me if you back this manager we've seen what the rewards can be we've seen it mm-hmm. when they signed Virgil van Dijk Alisson Fabinho okay yeah we did have to sell our best player at the time to get them but we instantly challenged for the, the the Premier League, the Champions League. We won FA Cup. We won everything else there is to win. So it's now time for the board to do that again. You know, we're not going to get Jude this summer. Let's see who we do get. And fingers crossed, it's enough to get us back to competing next season because that's what we all want. But guys, you're going to leave it there. There's still 40 of you in here, which is mad. We've never had this amount of people stay until the end of a stream. So please smash that like button on your way out. It would mean the absolute world to us. Subscribe if you haven't already because we are on what are we are now. I think we've gained some since we've been live to be fair. We're on 793, guys. We're trying to get to a thousand. So please uh drop a like and subscribe if you haven't already. And next time, uh when will we next time be? Who would you Monday Monday, leads? Yeah. yeah. Leads on Monday. Uh so we'll probably do like a half an hour one after the game, if not. We'll do it the next night. But take care, guys. Hope you all had a wonderful Easter and a great bank holiday week. And uh, we'll see you Mm -hmm. next time. Take care, everyone. Sports Social Podcast Network. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country community safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.